0: Torres. I'm a spinning teacher, a recovering academic, and the founder of Sheep Spot, where we're on a mission to revolutionize spinning education by using the power of online courses and communities to help spinners make more yarns they love and enjoy every step of the process. These days I can make just about any yarn I can imagine, but believe me, I was not a natural spinner now, many skeins and hand-spun projects later, spinning allows me to express myself creatively and quiet my mind no matter how crazy the world around me gets. I created this podcast to give you both a clear strategy to become a skilled, confident, and versatile spinner, and lots of quick, actionable tactics that will level up your yarn-making quickly and easily. If you're an inquisitive hand spinner, you are in the right place, and I'm so glad that you're here. It's been two years, nine months, and three days since I last released a podcast. Here's what I've been doing instead. Hello there, darling sheepspotter. Welcome to episode 84, the long-delayed episode 84 of the Sheepspot Podcast. I'm Sasha, and my job is to help you make more yarns you love. There's a business guru that I follow. Her name is Amy Porterfield, and she advises entrepreneurs to, quote, share scars, not scabs. And what she means by that is that when we're going through something – it's best not to share a lot about it and she means share like on social media or in a podcast not share with your therapist when you are going through the thing you should share it with your therapist but anyway she's talking about social media and podcasting and she says that um it's it's best not to share a lot about something as you're going through it and uh And she calls that the scab stage, right? Where whatever it is, is kind of icky and gooey. And it's better to wait until you're past that when your scab has formed a scar. And friend, I have been in the messy middle for quite a while, uh, but I'm feeling like I'm on the other side of it. A lot of big transitions have happened, including the pandemic, of course, which was one transition after another. Uh, And I am ready to recommit to this podcast and very excited about it, I am. So I thought that before diving back into spinning, which we're going to do in the next episode, I would take a moment to let you know what's been going on uh, with me. So in this episode, I'm going to talk first about what's been up with me personally, and then about a lot of changes that Sheepspot's been through since the last time we spoke Uh, So if you are not interested in knowing what's going on with me personally, really, uh, no judgment, just skip ahead to the next episode. Um, Before I start, I want to clarify that despite the implications of the scab scar metaphor, the vast majority of what's been happening in my life has actually been absolutely wonderful But there's been some harder stuff mixed in too, definitely. And even the wonderful stuff has been a bit dislocating. So I felt off balance for a long time. And I feel like I'm finally starting to get my footing again. So here's a wonderful thing that has involved actual dislocation. Um, my husband and I bought a piece of land in a tiny little town in rural Nova Scotia in 2018, and we knew that we couldn't build on it immediately, but we thought we probably would be able to at some point. And some point finally came at the end of 2020 because I spent most of that year thinking I was going to die at any moment from COVID, which was ridiculous, but. I was acutely aware of my mortality for that entire year, um, basically until I got vaccinated. Um, And so I was feeling some urgency about this lifelong dream that I had to live by the ocean. And we had always planned to build a house and a separate studio for me. So we thought, let's build the studio first, because that's what we can afford now. And we can live in it now and build the house later. So, we started the design process with our architect in late 2020, and we broke ground mid 2021, and the studio was finished in February 2022. And we were really, really blessed both in our architect, who was wonderful, and in our builder, who is a saint from God's heaven. Um, The build was really easy, but Matthew and I agreed that I would kind of take the lead on it. So the builder was mostly communicating with me and the process did take a lot of creative energy. There there was a lot of, there were a lot of decisions to make and um, a lot of envisioning to do. And um, so, so I spent a lot of 2021 doing that. Um, and then the process of actually getting the place furnished, getting to know the neighbors, learning how best to actually live there. I am now an expert on the flight schedules between Southern Ontario and Halifax, Nova Scotia, um, and learning how to live in a, you know, in a tiny house on a tiny peninsula that sticks out into the North Atlantic well, you know, it was a thing and it was a wonderful thing. And I have loved every moment of it, but it took up a lot of my brain space for 2021 and 2022. And somewhere in there, I also decided to start phased retirement from my day job. And I will actually teach my last ever university class on April 9th. Uh, so that's another big transition though a very happy one. I'm very glad to be doing it. Um, And woven all through this period was just an immense amount of grief, Um, grief for my immediate circle. Between 2019 and 2023, I lost three close relatives, two close friends, and my beloved cat, Zora. And there was also just grief for the world, for the pandemic, for the wars for the decline of democracy and the welling up of fascism worldwide. I definitely did not have armed attack on the U.S. Capitol during my lifetime anywhere on my bingo card. So that was a lot. Um, And alongside all of these changes in my personal life, during the last 18 months or so, it became clear to me that cheap spot needed to change too. We were a tiny team and we were trying to do too many things. I was spreading myself way too thin and we weren't making enough money to support me actually paying myself after I retired from teaching, largely because the dye business and breed school especially meant that my overhead was really high. So a lot of things needed to change for Sheepspot to become sustainable for me energetically and financially. So I did a lot of thinking during the past 18 months about what cheap spots job is in the world. And eventually two things kind of swam into my view. I, I think of these as like little Dr. Seuss fishes, the probably the red fish and the blue fish holding little signs um, and the first sign said, teaching, duh. And the second sign said, community. So I want to talk a little bit about each of those things. So the first fish was telling me that it was time for me to really lean into teaching spinning and to figure out what my contribution, what I wanted my contribution to the fiber universe to be. If you've been a sheep spotter for any length of time, you may remember that I created Sheep Spot in 2014 as an alternative to my academic career, which was making me intensely unhappy at the time. And I really wanted to get as far away from writing and teaching as I could, which was why it was so therapeutic for me to spend my days turning wool different colors. And so I really actively resisted teaching spinning for a long time. But fundamentally, at my core, I'm a teacher. I just am. Even as a little kid, I always learn things by thinking about teaching them to other people. It's just the way I'm wired, I guess. It's the easiest work I do, and it's the most fun. Hence that, duh. So in the middle of last year, I made the difficult decision to close my dyeing business, massively reduce my overhead, and focus on teaching. Duh. And not just on teaching, but on curriculum, on creating and testing and refining a holistic spinning curriculum that understands the path to accomplish spinning and can lead folks from just getting their wheels to being able to create any yarn they want to make. Right now, I think that that is my unique contribution to the Fiberverse, and I'm going to have more to say about that in the next couple of episodes. So the second fish, the blue fish that swam into vision, was holding a sign that said community. And I got to say, I argued with this fish even more than the first one Because if you know me at all, you know I'm a huge introvert. I love people, but I find being with people exhausting. I am a very unlikely person to be leading a community of any kind. Um, But my life was just bringing me back to questions of community again and again. And somehow I just knew that one of Sheepspot's job in the world was to create community. So last year, I created a community for intermediate and advanced spinners. It's called The Guild by Sheepspot, and it has succeeded beyond my wildest dreams. Guild members are winning spinning competitions and getting published in spinning magazines and just creating so much beautiful stuff. And in the process, they are learning and connecting and holding space with uh, for each other with just so much grace, it's really um, it really makes me incredibly happy whenever I log in there. And I also held my first retreat in my tiny little coastal town last October. I love where I live in Nova Scotia. I'm actually looking out my window in Nova Scotia right now. Um, and I knew as soon as I saw this place that I wanted to share it with spinners. So we gathered on a neighbor's farm. We had beautiful meals catered by another neighbor. And yet a third neighbor joined us to teach a mindfulness class to the group. So my spinning community met my actual community. And it was really, really fun. I loved every minute of it. And we're doing another one in 2024. So, 2023 was a year of really massive, often intensely anxiety-producing change for Sheepspot. I often felt like I was creating a parachute when I had already jumped off the cliff. I'm not going to lie, it was hard, but looking back on it, I know the business and I are right where we need to be, and I cannot wait to see what 2024 has in store. There is a post in the flock, which is Sheepspot's online community for inquisitive hand spinners. It's completely free to join. So there's a post in the flock where you can comment on and discuss this episode of the podcast if you'd like. I will link to it in the show notes, which you can find at sheepspot.com slash podcast slash episode 84. Well, my friend, that is it for me this time. Thank you so much for listening and for coming back after my very long hiatus. The next couple of episodes, actually, sorry, one more episode is uh, already available. And I will be back next Friday with another episode. So I will meet you back here. And in the meantime, go spin something. It'll do you good. Have you joined The Flock yet? The Flock is Sheepspot's free online community for inquisitive hand spinners. As a member, you'll get access to a complete library of podcast episodes, all the free resources I've created for the podcast, several self-guided challenges, our Friday spinning check-in, and more. Head to theflock.sheepspot.com to sign up.